Bonjour amigos, blah, blah, blah. It's, uh, it's Chill Friday, and uh, I've got an entire show sheet of shit we want to get to, even though Fishby's back east, but i got to get something off my chest, something personal, real quick, if you don't mind. I know I brought up the studio apartment. I mean, an apartment with a studio in it? What do you think that's like? 3,000, 4,000 square feet, something like that? Like some kind of penthouse, right? In the projects. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I mean, Fishby's gone, and I'm still doing my very best. But for those of you that embark in creative endeavors, environment and where you're at matters a lot. It sets the mood. It sets the vibe. A lot of that's in your head, but when there's things going on around you, you can't control it. It it is frustrating. And sincerely, one of the greatest creative challenges in my life has been trying to make a podcast here in the podcast dojo, strategically located in my mom's basement. I, I can't imagine a more creatively uh, stifling environment. I feel like a flower trying to grow in a land of no sunshine. But January, February, if 2021 even happens... I have been watching every penny, and hopefully, 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 fingers fucking crossed things come through. I just, I just can't imagine staying here much longer. Um, back to the real world. <laughs> Not my crazy fucking fucked up brain. So, uh, there's been a brand new massive Russian cyber attack. Even like got into like our, our nuclear programs and shit. Fantastic. Big deal. And I wonder how Russia knew. How did they know that Trump absolutely would not give a fuck? How did they know that the man who tweets about everything, nothing on this. The White House released a statement saying that the president is very concerned or some other bullshit word that is completely untrue, because clearly he's not. As much as I despise the president's Twitter, at least it operates, uh, offers a, uh, not a complete window, but a partial window into actually what's going on underneath that fucking miraculous head of hair. Like, if he cares about something, even an eensy, teensy, tiny bit, he's going to tweet that shit, right? Nothing on Russia. Fucking nothing. We don't know how bad this thing is, y'all. And I have no factual data, but speaking of this massive Russian cyber attack, you know who else with no factual data? This is just a hunch. I'm not accusing anyone of anything. But I will bet you a ruble or a shot of vodka that Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, a state where once a senator named Joe McCarthy came quite famous for all the right reasons. I think there's a chance that Ron Johnson, when it's all said and done, is going to be famous too for all the wrong reasons. We'll see. Again, just a hunch. 
Not an accusation. Just, just a vibe. It's like Devin Nunes on steroids. In other news, uh, Congress is a complete and total clusterfuck, but what's new? But this matters because we just barely averted another government shutdown. They can't agree on the stimulus. This has been going on for months. Now President Trump is involved, which doesn't make things go smoother. First, there was going to be no uh, direct stimulus to the citizenry of the United States, at least most of the citizenry. Last time it was 1200 This time it's 600 They can't fucking figure it out. Congress can't do anything until it gets down to the last fucking minute and they have to fucking do something. You would think Congress, kind of part of their job, is to come together and work to create a more perfect union for all Americans, right? They, but no, that's not what they fucking do. It's just a fucking partisan food fight. And it's just... The extremes on both sides have become more extreme. All the action's in the middle. It, it's frustrating. It's fucking frustrating. But, but, but uh, the season finale of season two of The Mandalorian was or is today. I love the first season. I haven't watched a single episode of, uh, of this. I'm going to do it all this weekend, maybe all tomorrow. So <laughs> It's not all bad. It's not all bad. Here's the part where I may say something that uh, this may be perceived to be in poor taste, but I really don't mean it to be. I, 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 w- <laughs> I don't wish... Uh, President Trump, uh, uh, harm or whatever, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's my fucking asterisk, all right? That said, am, am I the only one that just as, just as a thought experiment, just as an exercise in imagination, I wonder how many American lives would have been saved And here comes the fucked up part. If Trump would have died of COVID. Just a thought experiment. I wish no harm. Certainly not intending to inspire any any madmen or anything like that, because that's beside the point. But if he would have, like as I kind of worked my way through this thought experiment, Obviously, that's a huge, tragic moment, even if it is uh, a Donald, right? Don't be, don't be a jerk. The loss of an American president in office would be a huge fucking deal. But it would have awoken this country 30,000 lives, 50,000 lives. Would you trade one Donald Trump for 50,000 lives? Things would be so different now. So different. Like, just a complete dereliction of duty from the President of the United States during a once in a century global flu pandemic. The federal government has to take charge. Did that happen? No. Rather, he spent all his time making fun of Grandpa Joe Biden for being in his basement. 
as he's not doing shit except for screaming nonsense at the walls and his adoring staff around the White House. So. Just a just a thought experiment. I, I don't know why I don't know why that came to me today, but um, that waxed around for a while. But but of course that's not the reality we live in. So don't think about that too hard. Now we got to figure out what we're going to do from here. The vaccines are great, but it's still a it's still a mess. We got a long ways to go. Speaking of which, the news is happening so fast. Can I just call timeout for a second? Can we all can we all just can we all just breathe and fucking try to absorb like everything that's happening like all at the same time? Between the pandemic and hashtag stop the steal. And we have a president who doesn't care about the pandemic and doesn't want to leave office. And it's just lying to the American people left and right. Nothing new. But these lies are becoming more and more hazardous to the future of democracy. If you're paying attention, I know you are. So this is going to be fucking weird. But one of the beautiful things about these podcasts is once they're on the Internet, until the world is destroyed or something really fucked up happens that we can't perceive, these are going to exist on the internet forever. So to the sociologist who's listening right now, hello, hope things are good. In the year 2050, trying to figure out what the fuck was going on in, uh, in this time frame. And I think you got to give us a little bit of a pass here. Most of us are doing our very best, but it, this is a strange, strange world right now. The dystopian futures of speculative fiction are now a dystopian reality of the present. Dystopian future is dystopian now. It is an ocean of crazy. And we're just trying not to drown. You're 2050 sociologist. Sociologists study uh, human behavior. Furthermore, we didn't understand the broad spectrum of social media ramifications. We just didn't get it yet. We're just starting to learn about it. And we couldn't have possibly known that the unintended consequence of electing the first black president in 2008 would be the magic precursor and elixir that created Donald Fucking Trump, President USA, the most selfish, irresponsible, narcissistic, vindictive, morally depraved, mental toddler asshole of a president who ran a crime syndicate from the Oval Office as he mostly ignored a pandemic. But hey, have you seen the stock market? I'm going to end with something... Uh, a little more cheery, if you don't mind. You've heard me mention before on, on the podcast that, that I started this year, you, you know I love quotes. Most people love a good quote. But I got this fancy notebook, and, and every single day I write down at least one quote that, that means something to me. 
And there's been a lot that I've collected in different notebooks through the years, and it's nice to kind of have a central place to put them all. But doing this every day, some days I have to do a little bit of poking around, and I, I see what inspires me. We have a new, quote, champion of the world, my friends. A new, quote, champion. Before the champ in terms of the greatest quote of all time. And how good must it be to beat this? Is the Mike Tyson quote. <laughs> Remember this one? I'll read it for you. This is a, this is a post-fight interview after he just whoops some dude's ass uh, with Jim Gray. Mike Tyson says, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lennox Lewis is a conqueror? No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their cloth. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, uh, that's the quote of the quotes. Until I came across just this brilliant writer. Her name is, uh, it, it's spelled really strange, but uh, it's pronounced Anais Neen. It's actually spelled A-N-A-I-S, and her last name is N-I-N. But she was born to very artistic Cuban parents who were living in France. She was born in 1903 and died in 1977 and wrote a bunch of shit. She was really good with what she wrote. Poetry, edited novels and stuff. But um, I saw the first quote of hers a few weeks ago, and this one made the book because it's really profound. I've got three quotes from her. And the last one is the new quote champion. Sorry, Iron Mike, I love you to death, but uh, Anais Neen will be atop this podium. You'll see why in a second. But first, first this quote that I absolutely love that there's a, got my attention to her. She wrote, we don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. I mean, if Edie Brickell was here, she'd say, stop me in the shallow water before I get too deep. We don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. And then I love this one even more. It's also very fucking pithy, very short. Life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. Isn't that beautiful and just true and easy to remember? Life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. Brilliant. Fucking love it. So are you ready for the brand new quote champion? When I move into my future, fingers crossed, let's not fucking jinx it, palatial, I'm guessing, 
studio apartment. I mean, it's an apartment within a studio. Um, like, I want this in a giant poster. So I just look at it every single day. This one's a little longer, but it's worth it. It's like a short paragraph, and it can be written as a poem. I think it's just fucking beautiful. and I love this sentiment. All right, enough foreplay. Here we go. Anything, and this is for the artiste or whoever, but she writes, anything I cannot transform into something marvelous, I let go. Reality doesn't impress me. I only believe in intoxication, in ecstasy, and when ordinary life shackles me, I escape one way or another. No more walls. You want it one more time? And again, she's talking as an artist, as a writer. I mean, this is my 2021 right here. Anything I cannot transform into something marvelous, I let go. Reality doesn't impress me. I only believe in intoxication, in ecstasy, and when ordinary life shackles me, I escape one way or another. No more walls. On East Neen, I mentioned that she died in 77, born in 1903 to Cuban parents living in France. Her dad was actually a, a musician and classical composer of the time. Uh, she would move to the United States and become a United States citizen. She died at uh, Cedar sinai at, uh, at UCLA in, in 77. But I've never read any of her books, and I, I have one uh, on reserve from the library. I believe I can pick it up like Monday or Tuesday, so... Look forward to reading some of her. So that's what I'll be up to. And of course, the Mandalorian. The Pac-12 championship game is already stirred. I'm going to watch that too. Oregon, USC. I like Oregon. I, I don't think USC is good enough to go undefeated. They're 5-2. Oregon's 3. Or 5-0. Oh, Oregon's 3-2. We'll see what happens. Oh, Saturday morning. Noon on the East Coast. 9 a.m. West Coast. Gonzaga basketball, fingers crossed, number one team in the nation versus Iowa, number three team in the nation. Iowa has this white farmer god of a basketball player, a real George Mikan. That uh, his name's uh, Luke Garza. Should be a fun game to watch if it happens. Fucking COVID. Have the best weekend ever. If you're going full Brockmire, go full Brockmire. I love you lots. Uh, talk again soon. Probably Monday, maybe sooner. We'll see. Strange times.